But yeah, to stay on topic, for me, to me, I tell people this religiously is that the refeed, the breaking of the fast is almost more important than the fast itself. You know, mm-hmm. arguably, um, depending on who you talk to, but to me, you could do damage to your you could do damage to your gut, to your GI tract by not by going a time period without food and then all of a sudden just Go reintroduce. Crazy. You know what I mean? Your your yeah. your and, and it can only take two days. Like I said, arguably again, folks, you know, it's forty eight hours, seventy two hours is definitely a major difference. However, still within forty eight hours, it's not it's not like it's just cake. It's not like it's nothing, right? That's yeah. what I mean by that. It's not like forty two hour forty eight hours is just for to not eat is just nothing. It is a big yeah. thing, bro. Your body a lot yeah. of those systems are going to sleep. So if you just wake them up by putting pizza in or a donut, it's like you're gonna now you're gonna do some damage and you might even reverse the 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 positives, you know what I'm saying, that you got from that fast. So that's why it's such it's so key to to take it slow. That's why it's key to, you know, break it with some liquids. Even like I said, bone broth, it has, it, it, bone broth is able to, it, it gives you the vitamins, the nutrients and the proteins and it, it, and it's able to coat your stomach as well to prepare you for some of that food. But you got to go slow. You can't just dive right into it. And I know for people, especially on a timeline when you got that timer, it's like, oh, make it to four and now I can eat, right? But it's, really, yeah. yeah. And that's what I tell people too. Like a lot of times at the gym, I'm, I'm, you know, if I'm talking to somebody, I'm like, or they're asking about fasting, I'm like, it's almost like if you do a 48 hour fast, excuse me, a 48 hour fast or a 72 hour fast, it's almost like that 48 hour fast becomes a 72 hour fast and that 72 hour fast becomes that 96 because you, you have to, you can't just eat a bunch. Welcome back to the Stretch Four Podcast. This is our first emergency episode. I felt like it was an emergency because I recently completed a 48-hour fast, a water and coffee fast. It was brought to my attention to do this fast by one of my good friends, Vidal Nelson, who's a previous guest on the show. So we wanted to jump in, do a quick deep dive of what that fast looked like, uh, what were the impacts. And you know, I just asked Vidal some questions around how he likes to set up his fast and why we do, you know, why fasting is important and critical for your health. So if you're a health nut or if you're, you know, you're an aspiring health nut, you also recently saw I ran my first half marathon, didn't quite meet my two hour marker, but definitely already learned from that experience of how I will reapply that when I go run another half marathon. But fasting is a big part of that because I think that one of the reasons that I didn't perform as well as I wanted to in my marathon was because my weight was a bit higher than I would like. So this episode is all about those things. So if you're interested in that, check it out. This is a bonus episode. We'll be back next week to our regularly scheduled Tuesday broadcast where we have another exciting interview with a B2B founder building interesting tools and technology. So look forward to that and also look forward to our four Thursday, which is a new installment of the newsletter which focuses just around a lot of the tactics that I'm utilizing to try to be the best I can be as it relates to high performance 
venture back startup company building and operation. So check that out at stretch4.substack.com. Again, that's stretch4.substack.com. And we'll be back again on Tuesday with another Power Pack interview episode. Check this one out. I think you'll like it if you like fasting and all that type of stuff. So we're back. This is a special emergency episode of the Stretch 4 podcast. I wanted to get this out because I recently, as I've mentioned on the podcast previously, health and wellness, mental health, fitness are all important parts of the lifestyle of being a founder, CEO, technology entrepreneur. So one of my good friends, Vidal Nelson, is probably one of the most active people I know as it regards to wellness, uh, dieting, nutrition, and things of that nature. So this week, Vidal got you on the podcast. Welcome back to the Stretch Sir. Podcast. Good to have you back on. So this week, we're talking about a 48-hour fast that I participated in. Vidal is the person who triggered it. He created a kind of a challenge for a lot of his growing social media you know, followers, people who are following him kind of really to provide motivation, but I also think it was a way for a lot of people that maybe aren't as hip to fasting and understanding the constraints and all that stuff, uh, like myself, to understand it. So Vidal wanted to talk about this, unpack it. I did it 48 hours. I was able to make it through. I think I did water, uh, coffee, but you know that was really the limited, you know, the things that you were required to do to really consider a fast. So Vidal, Maybe walk me through this because this is something that I participated in. I saw it on your social media platform. Uh, what made you want it? What motivated you to take it to the internet and get folks involved in this this, yeah. this fast and almost creating a community around the aspect of, of fasting? For sure. First off, let me say appreciate you having me back on, Matt. Got some oh, great yeah. feedback on on the last one, so I'm happy to be back here. So yeah, man, jumping right into it. It really the 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 from the aspect of Instagram and social media, really kind of the inception of it was that 96 hour fast that I posted. Right. Uh, so back in June, did my first four day fast. So I had been doing extended fast uh, for years now. And the, the longest I had done uh, up until that point was 72 hours. And I had done, I think five of those. I started, I want to say I started in 2022 last year uh, was my first five or excuse me, my first three day fast. And I wanted to do it like quarterly. Right. Um, so I accomplished that. I had done four last year and did one this year. So I said to myself, let me see the literature, the scholars in this space. It's kind of subjective of what they consider a prolonged fast. Right. Some people say anything after 48 hours is a, is a prolonged fast. Um, some folks say up to 48 hours is a prolonged fast. Nonetheless, to me, I'm like, I've been doing these. Let me try to just kind of add a, add a new challenge to it and extend it a day uh, because there are added benefits from that extra day beyond the 72 hours, beyond that three days, right? So nonetheless, um, I did that in June and it was really talking to Teresa, man, talking to my wife, she was kind of like, hey, you should document this. Uh, Because in my, you know, in my, just 
in my experience with fasting, I, uh, there's a there's certainly a spiritual aspect to it too, right? And I had always just kind of kept it not private, but I didn't really even before I was on Instagram, and I really only discussed it with folks who uh, would ask me about it, you know what I mean, or could see me fasting. So I say that to say it was not really something that I would ever uh, really discuss unless people were interested, right? So fast forward, I do the 96 hour fast and I'm basically documenting it the whole time. I'm showing folks, you know, what's going on. I'm showing folks how I'm maneuvering through the days. I'm posting my my blood sugar levels. I'm posting my ketones. So that was a uh, well received and it was highly engaged. Um, you know, I had a lot of engagement throughout that. So from there, people had continued to ask me questions. I posted that. I've compiled like those stories that I were what I was posting throughout that uh, 96 hour period. I compiled it into a the highlights and put it on my page. And then from there, I created that fasting playbook. And so from those two elements, it really kind of took off and people were DMing me, asking questions. People were calling me, texting me. Uh, so I figured, yo, I'm getting a lot of reach around this, even from some folks I didn't know that I, you know, or don't know personally that I met through Instagram, folks were reaching out. So I said to myself that my next 48 hour fast, man, let me open this up and see if if this is something folks would really, you know, want to do and and just kind of make it a collective, right? Like open myself up. I will be a resource to folks who are interested. And I feel like, you know, that kind of take a little bit of the, uh, maybe some of the, the angst out of it for folks who were maybe inquiring about it or thought about it, but just never really jumped into it because they didn't know. So, excuse me, that's the, the long, the long answer of how that came about. Yeah, no, because I was, you know, and I just showed up here, if somebody's watching on the YouTube, but understanding that it was a process, you put together this packet to mm-hmm. do it, which I think probably made it more acceptable for me, because, you know, when I hear, you know, when I hear you talking about it or I see it, I'm like, what does that even look like? That's right. And, and what what's the process? And you kind of mapped out how you do your fast and how, what types of things you're putting in your body to get prepared for it, as well as as, you're, as it's an ongoing thing. Yeah. So maybe talk a bit about that. So I think preparation, I know for myself, getting your electrolytes, sugar-free electrolytes, no calorie electrolytes. It's crazy. You know, I I was using an electrolyte. I won't even mention the name of the brand, but I I didn't even realize, you know, they got 15 grams of sugar and, you know, X amount of calories. So if you're really fasting and you're trying to do it right, you know, you, you can't really have any calories. So you got to specific, specify the, the things that you need. How are you, you know, how, how, how do you choose those specific things? Like when, when you say, you know, like, so we start out the first day, which if you're starting on a weekend, we start on Sunday, yep. you want to have your water, you know, you want to have your black tea, no vitamins, yep. only supplements are electrolytes, activated charcoal, mag- magnesium, uh, yep. glycinate. Were yep. these things glycinate. you researched and, and, and found out or these things you kind of found out about that helped you through the fast? And what are the specific yeah. things you should be designing your fast around to, to, to kind of be able to go through these durations? Yeah, bro. All great questions, man. So essentially both done what I like to call self-experimentation and also research. So I just told somebody the other day, bro, like I've been 
even, I think I immersed myself into this field, right? This space. And, and it really, I, like I said before, I think I said it before on the last episode, I kind of fell into it accidentally, not really intentional. And then once I realized where I was at, I kind of immersed myself in this field and I've been doing it going on in January. January 1st will be six years. So I can literally go back to the date when I started. Right. Um, the reason why that's important is because it tells people that um, even for me, right, I've, I've been I've put a lot of time into this, not only in the game, skin in the game, but also research and self-experimentation. So I've been doing this longer than I was at studying at JMU. You know what I mean? So it's like I, I like to say, man, I could have a a degree, maybe a bachelor's mm-hmm. and a master's just just off the strength of the time. Right. So that's the first thing, Matt. It's like it 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 was skin in the game. It was really just literally immersing myself, being like obsessive with the data that's out there because I'm passionate about it. So it, mm-hmm. so it's easy for me. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm always on YouTube. I'm online. I'm looking at NIH. I'm looking at all all aspects of of um of folks who have you know are are talking about fasting or are talking about keto that's another uh kind of element of fasting that just naturally mm-hmm. happens but nonetheless man of of doing it over the years i kind of you know bumped my head or was totally just like in in the in the going in the wrong direction and didn't know until i read something or till i saw something so all of this all that playbook is literally designed what for me, right? But it's also just kind of like a blueprint that that it, it, people can use, and then you could tweak it for you know the way you see fit. So some of those things are tailored to me, but really in reality, when it comes to this, most of it is is really objective. It's not subjective. Yeah. So if you're so for what I mean by that is, if you're going to abstain from from food just naturally by biology like the biology biology things are going to happen inside of your body right and so mm-hmm. when things are happening you need you know xyz to counter those things so what i mean by that is you're going to be dehydrated because you're going to be excreting fluid you see what i'm saying um so you're going to need electrolytes to supplement that loss yeah. of a fluid that you're excreting because you're not putting food in your body. So I didn't know mm-hmm. that when I first started and I was kind of mm-hmm. just like struggling through, bro. Like, yeah. you know, probably for a few months, man, when I was doing these 48 hour fasts, I was just kind of struggling through. I mean, aside from having water and peak Himalayan salt, um, but mm-hmm. I didn't have a full electrolyte um, profile that I was utilizing because I just didn't know. So yeah. it was through, you know, folks on, on YouTube and just on the internet that I found like, oh, okay, this is why, you know, or this would be beneficial for me. I'm getting these headaches when I'm not eating what's going on. My energy is super mm-hmm. low. I'm mm-hmm. just powering through, but I'm like super lethargic. Why? And that's mm-hmm. because, you know, I was not utilizing um, some of those extra tools in, in practice. Um, and that came from, yeah, came from practicing and it came mm-hmm. from, uh, like I said, research and self-experimentation mm-hmm. and talking about that because i feel like for myself i was i that was super helpful to me to have those you know preparation 
things ahead of time, knowing that, mm-hmm. okay, let me get some electrolytes. I think that will help cut down maybe on the exercise and don't, don't go as hard at the gym. That's yeah. going to help. But what are the challenges? Cause I do feel like day, day two was, you know, Tuesday was quite difficult. Yeah. Uh, you start to feel a little lightheaded. You start right. to feel a little bit, just kind of a, a different experience. Hard yeah. to really describe it. What are the challenges that people typically face in these, when they are fasting and when do the breakdowns tend to happen? When does it typically set in yeah. that it's a struggle? And because I also fasting is a spiritual thing. So obviously, you know, we know where that comes from, you know, That's speaking right. of how Jesus was fasting 40 days and 40 nights. And, yeah. and it was it was very much an emotional thing as well. But where are the challenges that you see in it and and, and kind of how do you how do you get through those challenges, you know, in those durations of, you know, 48 hours, 72 hours? Uh, how How do you how do you get through it? And what are what are the things you put into your body helping you? prepare for or do you know yourself down to a science to where you know when you're you're it's going to be difficult for you or is it still a new experience every time yeah man hey more great questions bro so listen i'm gonna i'm gonna try to unpack those in order so the challenges are actually backtrack let me let me start with preparation and then we can talk that'll be a segue into the challenges so preparation is to me is is key because it's setting yourself up again to be able to go go through that time with you know the extended period of time without with nothing basically i mean other than water and coffee you're you're denying yourself of a food right so there's levels to this too matt obviously in today's society we live in a society where food for for most people is readily available 24/7 yeah. If you yeah. hung, if you even think about being hungry, right? You could get up and grab something and eat. If you even think that you like, you just have an aroma, right? You smell something. You're not even hungry. You might have just ate three thousand calories, and it's like you're bored, or you sitting down, or you smell some food. You could get up and have some food, right? So yeah. for us, it's such an abundance that we don't even fathom, folks. When when you when people hear that I'm not eating, they like that's the craziest thing in the world to them. But like I told you in the last episode, man, if you go back, this was, this is how the human, this is human evolution. Some of the, like going back to the biological factors that we, that are, exist in the human body. We, those biological factors happened through evolution because of folks being, not having food. You see what I'm saying? So your body going into preservation mode because you didn't know when you were going to eat, right? Um, Mm -hmm. So that's just one thing I wanted to touch on because that then goes to preparation. So the way I see it is whole foods, proteins, fats, all of these things that help our body, our gut, our brain are essential to to being able to properly utilize and fasting. So what I mean by that is you can certainly have if you're going to start a fast on Sunday afternoon, you can certainly eat Chick-fil-A. and a tub of ice cream and 10 cookies, you can certainly do that. I mean, you're going to have enough glucose, enough calories to, to get you through. Now, that quality of food, though, is not going to, it's going to, it's going to be diff, it's going to be more difficult. You're going to have more of those hunger spikes and the, the blood sugar spikes uh, more often because of that food, that the quality of that food mm-hmm. or lack thereof, right? So that's why to me, I'm telling folks, listen, set yourself up one. 
to to be proactive, get ahead of it. Set yourself up with some some nice, some good, healthy fats, some good, nice, healthy uh, protein, sustainable. That's going to one that's going to satiate you that evening, mm-hmm. right? Because it's for a lot of people too. Like I stopped eating at four, but a lot of people that's even that's crazy, right? So if you, yeah. so that's why I'm saying is if you can set yourself up that evening. Um, because most people, if you stop eating at four, you might get hungry around eight or nine yeah, already. Yeah. So you already not, you're not even made it through a few hours and you already thinking about food. So that's one thing. That's just even the mental part of it. But also the physical part comes later where, uh, for me personally, you know, I know that Monday into that fast, I'm going to get up and work out. So I want to, you know, I want to have prepped my body accordingly. And those are just some of those aspects. So. Then what happens too, man, is that our our hormones are are dictating what's going on inside, right? So mm-hmm. ghrelin is the hor- hunger hormone, and that spikes basically. You know, we're we're for the most part we we're creatures of habit. At least I know myself. I am. I eat the same time every day for the most part, and and most people do. You know, you probably eat your meal in the morning, then you come around. You might have a snack, then you have lunch, right? So mm-hmm. what happens is. And this is getting into the challenges. Now I'm speaking about the challenges. What what happens if, if you're not prepared or even if you are prepared, it's still maybe a challenge. That hunger hormone ghrelin usually is going to spike around the times that you normally eat. So if you're doing a fast, I say you're doing a 48-hour fast, you stop eating at 4 p.m. on Sunday. If you typically eat at 10 o'clock, in the morning, that that Monday when you wake up, you do whatever, and ten o'clock rolls around, that hunger hormone is probably gonna spike because it's used to having that food and it's looking at like you just look at it like a, a person inside, right? And they're like, Hey, yeah, all right, yeah, they're getting prepared to eat, like where's our food? So that's when you start to get that little, you know, it's literally a hormone that's triggering and it's going to your brain saying, I'm hungry. So that's part of the challenge for a lot of people is that we don't even realize why we get hungry or what it is. It's it's literally a hormonal response from our stomachs to our brains telling like it's a, it's a signal, uh, yeah. but it's not always necessarily true. Right. Mm-hmm. Cause it's a difference between being hungry and starving. Uh, and, it, yeah. and again, keeping it high level. But my point is for a lot of people, as soon as you're hungry, we're so used to eating whenever we are hungry. So it's, if yeah. you're fasting or you over your first couple of times and you're tipped in the fast, you might be like, man, this is crazy. I'm hungry. Every time I'm hungry, I eat, right? So why would I, how do I get past this? Then that's when those spikes come. So that's a challenge. That's one of the challenges is that that's when to me it becomes mental because it's not necessarily a physical response that you're hungry. It's more so a mental response. However, it's still a challenge to get past that mental block of, oh, no, I'm hungry. I'm not eating or I need to eat, right? And again, Preparation is key because higher quality of foods will keep you satiated longer. A higher quality of foods will regulate your hormones better. Ghrelin, i.e., it'll regulate your blood sugar levels better. So that's why I talk about being prepared and pre- prepping the that day, the day of with the day good before having yeah. having a good meal before. That's right. That's I think that I think that was one thing I probably if I do you know when I do it again you yeah. know definitely. So, Set yourself up. up. Yeah, yes. for sure. Set yourself up. Set yourself up. up on the front end and the back yeah. end. And so as you think about, you know, 
the benefits and risk of fasting, mm-hmm. talking about the benefits. Yeah. What are, and we can also talk about this and talk about the goals and what, mm-hmm. what kind of goals you set around it. What are you trying to get out of it more than just the spiritual, the, yeah. the discipline connection, the disciplinary fact of not, uh, you know, sustaining, sustaining yourself from food. What are the potential benefits of fasting? If, 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 if I'm, you know, someone that's doing it and maybe you could even talk about some of the people that, that participated yeah. in the challenge. Yeah. What were some of the things people benefited from it for? What were some of the feedback you got? And what are some of those things that you and your practice are always sure. to kind of evaluate? Obviously, it's, you're doing it maybe for more than just the benefits, but yeah. what are those benefits of doing it and going through that 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 journey? Yeah, I think um, there's a, an abundance of benefits, bro. So obviously, we'll start with the, the physical, right? Because those are those are... Those, that tends to be what we can see first, right? Or what yeah. we can, what's, what's tangible. Uh, so the, the physical is, let's just say, uh, I use, I use Teresa as an example, um, mm-hmm. which is different for women, a little bit different from women. There's nuances because of, you know, cycles and hormones, um, that differ from men. However, if we're strictly talking about a physical benefit, so, Teresa also did the uh, the 48 hours and she I think this was like her third or third one that she's done with me and Mm -hmm. from Sunday to Tuesday she lost five pounds right yeah so a lot of that could be water weight fine that's cool but that's also still a benefit because uh, Mm -hmm. you know that water weight your body is retaining that for a reason It's, it's retaining that water weight for a reason it could be inflammation um and some of it could be just true weight so that's one one major benefit for folks who may be looking to lose weight for yeah. one again i don't like to make it about weight because to yeah. me weight is is it's a minuscule the, the return of investment is so much larger than just weight itself right yeah. so inflammation now that becomes tricky because a lot of times you can't necessarily see you can't see inflammation for the most part yeah but i'll um, pack that though because i'd be thinking about cool. i was like thinking about that for myself like obviously yeah. you get the weight yeah but what are the I, I feel i think i again you can't see inflammation yeah. but obviously doing it for 48 hours you, you your body feels a bit different yeah what are certainly. those inflammation inflammation values and benefits people get from yeah. fasting well the main value value in reducing inflammation man is is i mean it's anything you think about anti-inflammatory, right? Like, so if you have a, if you have an ailment, a headache, um, if you're sore, let's just say you, you know, you, you lift too heavy in the gym, you do too, your squats super heavy, or let's take it back to football, right? Playing football, man, we popped so much ibuprofen at, at JMU, bro, that is, it, it should be illegal. Uh, so, and ibuprofen is an anti-inflammatory. So if we had nicks and this and that, we were taking that, uh, which also is a gut disruptor. Uh, I'll just add that. So, but nonetheless, it's an anti-inflammatory. So when you take that, it reduces pain, right? Your, our muscles, our joints, our, even some of our organs can have inflammation around them. Um, and that's mm-hmm. based on lifestyle. That's based on, you know, what we're putting in our body. That can be based on stress and other external factors as well. But for the most part, man, we're adding inflammation to ourselves. And then you start to feel it. So even if you can't see it, you might have some 
Uh, and it's not always a terrible thing. However, chronic inflammation is a terrible thing. And a lot of people mm-hmm. suffer from that because that can lead to other things. Um, so, you know, keeping on track, inflammation is, it could just, it could cause j- pain. It could cause joint pains. Um, a lot of people suffer from sciatica. And let me just also say this too, man. I'm not a doctor. This is not medical mm-hmm. advice. However, these are things that are, like I said, objective. Yeah. So. Uh, for me, one key, like one measurement that I always do, and I, it's funny because I always talk to Teresa about this, is my my wedding band. I have it on, right? And mm-hmm. oftentimes, man, just depending on, it could be dehydration too, but mine can just slide on and off. I don't have yeah, it on me now, but too. yeah, excuse me. But a lot of times, man, if I'm like not sleeping well, or you know, I'm stressed, or mm-hmm. if I went out and drank one night. Or if I'm eating too many, if I eat a lot of processed food, which I don't typically, yep. but just say whatever. If I'm on travel, it happens a lot when we like travel on the road. Yeah, I'll I'll pull my ring, bro, and it won't even like I can feel. I'm like ah, like yeah. and I could, and that's just like a marker for me to like personally. Like I'm like ah, yeah. okay, I know what's going on inside my body. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I might not be having a bunch of ailments or, or soreness, um, but I could usually like see it kind of in my face or under my eyes. So those are, and, and that's a little bit of a vanity, but nonetheless, man, that those are kind of some of the, some markers for me. So other people, it may, it may look different or feel different for other folks. Mm-hmm. We, we all, we all have these inflammatory responses that happen. So I'm not saying that it's not normal or, or you will never have it. However, mm-hmm. it, there's levels to it. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. No, and, that for sure. And fasting is a it, fasting is a major tool to reduce inflammation. And if you're if it's somebody out there suffering from chronic inflammation, I would 100% recommend uh, fasting mm-hmm. as a tool. If if they're mm-hmm. able to, you know, if they're non-diabetic, if it's not a pregnant yeah. woman, that that obviously those things go. Yeah. With, now, now, now let's get into that a little bit. Uh, obviously, sure. this is you know not doctor or anything like that, but there yep. are risks. And want yeah, to talk about yeah. that and cover the grounds of risk yep. and how can you, and I feel like, you know, for me, my fast went well. Obviously, I had a little lightheadedness on the last yeah. day. And, you know, if you're doing, if you're at work and you're on calls or you're on That's Zooms right. and, you know, you, you, right. you, you got to kind of mitigate where you're at. I mean, although yep. you still have, this, you know, if you discipline and you can, you know, you can push through, it's great. Yeah. But do talk about the risk. What should people you know, see as a sign of like, okay, maybe, maybe this isn't for you. Or obviously there's the high level ones. Like, you know, my wife, Whitney right now, she's, she's in that third trimester yeah. pregnant. There's yeah. obviously different situations where it doesn't no really can make do. sense. Yeah. Whitney, <laughs> no know, can do. Yeah. No can do for her. But you know, she was supportive of me, but it's like, for yeah, sure. right now it's, it's a tough, it's a tough yeah. one. Yeah. Um, but what are some of those other things you mentioned? Di- diabetic. What, what should people maybe Either, even, either, not that they can't fast, but maybe they yeah. should gradually yeah. move into I, it and explore. I would say so. There's different types of diabetes. So, for the sake of this conversation, we'll use type one diabetes, type one mm-hmm. diabetic, which is genetic, right? So, for the for those folks, they shouldn't be fasting. Mm-hmm. Their 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 insulin responses are, are don't work properly. So, for them. Fasting is not necessary. It could be counterintuitive for one. And for two, if they were to fast, that would be at the, you know, from the direction of a doctor and it would have to be controlled, 
right? So what I mean by control is they would have to have something around them, i.e. a doctor or be at a center that can control their blood levels. And uh, so that's, I think, would be, I would say that would be out the question for a type 1 diabetic. Now, obviously, pregnant women, it would be out of the question for them as well. All of the nutrients, they, they're growing, literally growing human life. So the, they need a, an abundance of nutrients, not a lack of nutrients. And also, fasting is an intermittent, it's intermittent fasting, but it's an intermittent stressor that we put on our bodies. So again, it would be asinine for for a, a pregnant woman to put that added stressor on her body, right? When she's growing um, human life. I think you I think you got muted, bro. So those are the two yeah, that I would say are out of question. Now, risk. So that kind of, again, it's levels. And that, that would vary depending mm-hmm. on the person. For the most part, uh, the if we're if we're talking about a a healthy human, mm-hmm. um, and not saying that folks that have degenerative disease or or any kind of cardiovascular or obesity are not saying they're they're not healthy. Um, yeah, I want to just make that clear. That's not for me to say. Yeah. I'm talking about a healthy, able bodied human. The risks, honestly, are minuscule, bro. And what yeah. I mean by that is like the the risks are low energy, um, dehydration, which obviously those could lead to other things, but mm-hmm. it's not those things by themselves aren't very detrimental. Now you could be low mm-hmm. energy and, you know, try to drive a car or something can happen. But what I mean yeah. is the risk is being lethargic, headaches, low energy, dehydration. Mm-hmm. And, and those kids things, too. Cause I, I think, I think that was the one thing for me, yeah. was like, you know, got a young kid in the house. You're going to go through this. You know, that my son, you know, Kane is 17 months, so he's mm-hmm. not really he's not tapped in to what's going on. So nah. I could see some of that if, if you if you got a real you got a large household and you're really responsible for, you know, you don't want to be tapped out. But again, that's just low energy. You that's low just energy. Right. Push through it. You that's push right. Through it. Exactly. And it's, that's what I was about to say. That's just kind of like a factor. That's an added factor. I look at it yeah. as an added factor. You know what I mean? Yeah. Again, yeah. our ancestors did it. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. Our ancestors yeah, yeah, yeah. had, they had families, they had little ones. They, the, yeah. the men had to go out and hunt. The women might've had to go out and hunt with them sometimes. And you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, yeah. So again, I know it sounds crazy. I know it sounds crazy. I get that, mm-hmm. but it's not far fetched, man. This, this mm-hmm. thing is not, and I didn't create this. Like you said, yeah, man, yeah, back for in, sure. from, from the beginning of time, it's literally yeah. been utilized. Um, and what durations we, do you, I mean, uh, and I'm, and I'm, what like 48 hours you've done 72 hours is there yeah. i mean i've seen I've, peter atia somebody i yeah. you know, follow a bit now yeah. he's talked about hey 10 days yeah. water fast which seems yeah. crazy to me yeah obviously biblical times you talk yeah. people talk about 40 days 40 nights right what's 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 the reasonable you know from your from your For research sure. what is like a balance okay. So, you are fast and like how long should you push it and maybe where the kind of threshold like all right you get yeah. these kind of extremities again know, bro point. it's it's um it depends on the individual 100 okay. percent depends on the individual so what i will say is though when we talk about benefits objective benefits mm-hmm. most literature states that at 72 hours your body has gone through all of the beneficial processes that it will go through from fasting Right. Okay. So, so there's, it starts at like 18 and then it goes to 24. There's different benefits from 18 to 24. And then from 24 to 36, there's 
an additional amount of benefits or other other benefits added. Then from mm-hmm. 36 to 48, then from 48 to 52, then from 52 to the mid 60s, and then from there 72. Hmm. So, so from literally from stop eating, there's it's almost like a ladder, and each time you t- climb up a step, you get a added added amount, you get more benefits, right? Mm-hmm. At the 72 hour mark, they say that beyond that, there are no more added benefits. At that point, you're only benefiting from you're only utilizing or receiving mm-hmm. the benefits of everything that you've already cooked. received. You see what so I'm saying? Already, you know, so anything outside of that window, you already kind of you're just you're just compounding it. You're just compounding it. It's nothing else okay. that you're pulling in. You're just compounding yeah, okay. it. You see what I'm saying? So that's good to know that you know, really, after 72 hours, you, yeah. there's no there's no real you know linear upside beyond nah. just maybe. And, and, and there could be, let, let's be clear, there could be upside to it. It's just yeah. not like, let's let's use like numbers for it, right? All right, you're going to yeah. get 10 grand here. Then you get mm-hmm. to 36 hours, you're going to get another 10 grand. Then yeah. you get to 48 hours, you're going to get another 10 grand. So after yeah. 72 hours, when you've accumulated all that money, after 72 yeah. hours, you're not getting any more money. Gotcha. You just have this money. And it might that money itself is compounding with interest. Mm-hmm. You know, if that makes mm-hmm. sense, it's not like you get another two, ten grand. Now you just ten grand. Now you're just going to put interest on that all of that money you've accumulated, and it's going to okay. The benefits are going to. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, so, no, that makes. Sense. So to me, again, bro, it, I think it depends on if it's somebody that's o- obese or somebody mm-hmm. dealing with weight issues, um, even type two type 2 diabetes which is different from type 1 type, type 2 one. diabetes is completely a uh, completely a lifestyle it's completely brought on by lifestyle gotcha type 2 diabetes can be reversed so okay. the folks that have and that's let me just say this too that's like the most common it's not a, it's not a disease it's a it's not even autoimmune it's like i said lifestyle based but yeah. the that's the most common in in the United States is type two diabetes, which can also lead to other, you know, cardiovascular disease mm-hmm. and, and it's brought on by insulin resistance. So we didn't even talk about the insulin part, but insulin sensitivity yeah. is, is what you want to be. Insulin resistance is what you don't want to be. And then that turns okay. into type two diabetes. So okay. fasting can, it's that I'm, I'm saying this to say, an extended fast or even something beyond 72 hours, I would recommend for like somebody who is a type two diabetic again in control, in control, you know, in a controlled environment where they're prepared and have maybe have some folks around them that know what they're doing. Um, but for you and I, it would be at most 72 hours, bro. At most, you know what I'm saying? 48 hours would be, yeah. Yup. Okay. And then, the insulin thing is interesting. Also, heart rate. I know. I mean, I don't know. You were yeah. using to track that. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't really pay too much attention to it in the forty-eight hours, but I yeah. do think that that may have some impact. Like, should you be seeing lower heart rates? Like, what? Which is that? Is that not really affected by the fast, or you um, know, is, is there a correlation? Because we talk about you know cardiovascular. We talk about you did. I think you did recommend to. You know, maybe scale down your workouts. Don't do heavy cardio, intense yeah. stuff while on a on a on a more longer duration. Yeah. Fast. So honestly, bro, I don't I I don't know enough about heart rate mm-hmm. and how it correlates to fasting. Mm-hmm. The only thing I could say is that 
again, it is a stressor on the body, right? So yep. naturally, if you stress, your heart rate might increase a little bit. Okay. If you're abstaining from food or denying yourself food, you may have a stress response or you will have a stress response, right? Which can mm-hmm. alter your heart rate. I don't think it's necessarily something that is, especially in a 48-hour fast, I don't think it's necessarily something to be overly concerned about. But I just mm-hmm. don't know enough about that particular, in particular. And how it relates to to it, because I, I I guess I never had to think about it. I'll say, yeah, that's that's fair. But the reason why I talked about and talk about heart rate when it comes to exercise is because, again, going back to the stressor. Now, it's okay to stack stressors up, right? And that's what I yep. do, and that's why I'm talking about exercise and with fasting and pairing with fasting, because that in itself is a in a, a, in a whole nother level of added benefits. Um, yeah. However, I think that for folks who aren't, who are novice, like you mentioned, I think that you should be careful with spiking your heart rate if you're new to fasting in general, because I think that you 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 kind of want to you want to gauge and uh, again be intentional about the amount of stressors that you're placing on yourself. Now, for me, I could. I'm like like I said, I've just been doing it for so long, mm-hmm. you know, with the adaptations that. I could hop on a bike and do a hit class, you know, if I'm in yeah. in the middle of a 48-hour fast. In a 48-hour fast, yeah, okay. I just wouldn't recommend folks to do that, you know yeah. what I mean? So that's why I'm like, um, and even sometimes, listen, I might, I could do it, but sometimes I might just not be feeling like I want to do it. You see what I'm saying? Because my yeah. output might just not be, you, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, so I want to, because ultimately you, you do, you do want to utilize the benefits of like, you know, the HGH increase that happens from fasting. And if you could, that's why I say resistance training would be great for that because your HGH levels are up. So your muscles are going to be uh, more apt to grow at that time. Mm-hmm. However, if you're taxing yourself in an anaerobic state, it might not be um, as conducive to, you know, some, some aerobic um, exercise while fasted. So that's the reason why for me, I tell folks like, try to do some resistance training that you're not getting your heart rate so high so and not high putting that, that stress on your on your body and your central nervous system because you're already under duress. Does that, okay. that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. And, you know, maybe transitioning into breaking the fast because if yeah. you talk about preparation on the front end, I think that's really probably where I struggled the most just yep. with like, okay, what do you eat? Yeah. When do you eat it? Yeah. How do you kind of like uh, – I don't know, ease back into For sure. food coming off 48. I obviously imagine you do 72. Yeah. What does that yeah. look like? What is that preparation like? What, uh, obviously, you know, Chipotle probably not the best thing <laughs> to be the first thing you run to yeah, when nah. you're hungry. Yeah. But, you know, what, what, do, how do, how do you set up the, the, the timeline of, sure. of coming off your fast yeah. in, in a good way to kind of level out things? Yeah, man. Like you said, I mean, it's always, I, I, my favorite word, bro, is intention. You know what I mean? So being prepared, um, and there's been times just keeping it a hundred. There's been times where, cause I, cause I, you know, I had the app, the tracker to track my, my fast, but we also, I mark it on, on our calendar, like literally write it down, like old school on my calendar. So sometimes I'll, be proactive and be like, okay, I'm picking this weekend and I'm going to do a 48 hour fast. Right. And I put it on the calendar, maybe a week out and I might mm-hmm. get to that day and be like, I'm not, 
I ain't prepared. Like, and I don't want to yeah. just, you know what I'm saying? I don't want to just mess just around with it. You <laughs> see what I'm saying? Which you probably could, but I don't want to do that. I can't, yeah. you know what I'm saying? If I don't have to. So anyway, the reason why I say that is because to me, it's so key to be prepared. And I'm like, literally now I found my formula. I'm, I'm knowing that I need to, you know, load up on some vegetables, load up on some on some salad greens, load up on either. A, 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 I usually like to eat like a, a nice like filet of salmon the day before um, mm-hmm. that Sunday. Excuse me, because I'm getting the protein, I'm getting the healthy yep. fats, the omegas from that from that salmon, and that'll take me through like I mentioned the the two days. However, I'm also like I know when I'm gonna break that fast that I'm gonna. I need to load up on my probiotics and be putting that back because, because mm-hmm. you're in essence, your gut is going through a reset too. And that's another thing okay. we need to talk about, but yeah, yeah. Um, we could tap into, cause you know, I'm heavy on the gut health, but your gut is going through a reset too. That, that the microbiome, that bacteria that's in your gut is, is resetting from just having the absence of food, like your digestive yeah. system. That was the hardest thing for me. I'm realized like you don't even really go to the bathroom on the number yeah. two side yeah. during the fast. You, that's you right. realize you do that yeah. every day when you're in a normal, yeah. and you're like, wow, like this not even happening. Yeah. That's right. Staying for food. Yeah, and if it does, you might have like a liquid bowel movement, man. You might be like, "Yo, what's going on?" Like, yeah. and that's because you know what I'm saying you're abstaining from food and you're putting liquid in, and your body is yeah. still excreting that stuff. Which is another reason why I'm like, you know, the activated charcoal can, can kind of bind some of that stuff up. But yeah, to stay on topic, for me, to me, I tell people this religiously is that the the refeed, the breaking of the fast, is almost more important than the fast itself. You know, mm-hmm. arguably, um, depending on who you talk to. But to me, you could do damage to your you could do damage to your gut, to your GI tract by not by going a, a time period without food. And then all of a sudden just Go reintroduce, crazy. you know what I mean? Your, your, yeah. your, and, and it can only take two days. Like I said, arguably, again, folks, you know, it's 48 hours. 72 hours is definitely a major difference. However, still within 48 hours, it's not just, it's not like it's just cake. It's not like it's nothing, right? That's yeah. what I mean by that. It's not like 42 hours, 48 hours is just for to not eat. It's just nothing. It is a big yeah. thing, bro. Your body, a lot yeah. of those systems are going to sleep. So if you just wake them up by putting pizza in or a donut, it's like you're going to, now you're going to do some damage and you might even reverse the, the, the positives, you know what I'm saying? That you got from that fast. So that's why it's such, it's so key to, to take it slow. That's why it's key to, you know, break it with some liquids. Um, even like I said, bone broth, it has it, it, it bone broth is able to, you, it gives you the vitamins, the nutrients and the proteins and it, it, and it's able to coach your stomach as well to prepare you for some of that food, but you got to go slow. You can't just, dive right into it and i know for people especially on a timeline when you got that timer it's like oh make it to four and now i can eat right but it's really, eat, yeah yeah and that's what i tell people too like a lot of times at the gym i'm i'm you know if i'm talking to somebody i'm like or they're asking about fasting i'm like it's almost like if you do a 48 hour fast excuse me a 48 hour fast or a 72 hour fast it's almost like that 48 hour fast becomes a 72 hour fast and that 72 hour fast becomes that 96 because you, you have to, you can't just 
eat a bunch. You have to go slow. You see what yeah. I'm saying? So which you, makes sense because you don't fit. I feel like when I ended my fast, I had like some. You know, I had all I had was lemonade, but I, I wasn't prepped because I was at work, so yeah. I didn't have food on premise. Right. So I had to go get, and then a lot of the salad spots. You know, they were closed because it yeah. was post-lunch hour. Yeah. So you looking at Chipotle, you looking yeah. at, you know, uh, Joe yeah. the Juice. I mean, yeah. I ended up having an acai bowl, you know what I'm saying, which yeah. probably not the yeah. best, but the acai, it, was I mean, not, it wasn't a Chipotle bowl yeah, it's of better all that than salt that, for sure. that. It's better But than I do that. admit, like, yeah, you got to be prepared on the back end because, you know, it didn't feel like it. I didn't feel like I wanted to just, like, go crazy. That's right. But I was definitely hungry, but I think. Yeah. You know, making sure you ease into what you do eat. You got is, to, is man. Because then you might have to, yeah, you might have a meeting on that toilet, bro, and it might, yeah. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> right away. Might not go. Yeah, for sure. Um, but, but yeah, man, that's why for me, I'm like, I'm prepping, I'm prepping in advance and on the back end. And I know, right. you know, I tell people, get you some, get you some, some probiotics for sure. Some, you know, some low sugar fermented food, some, some pro, uh, kombucha and take it slow. Reintroduce that good that that good bacteria to the gut, allow mm-hmm. it to do what it's gonna do, you know, that gut flora, and then it, it depends. Like I said, if you're doing a maybe a, maybe a 72 hour fast, I won't mm-hmm. have I won't have a steak that day. Maybe if it's a 48 hour, I may you know I may have some good healthy fat and wait about 30 minutes to an hour, and then I can introduce a little bit of you know protein. Mm-hmm. But if it's that 72 or even that 96. You gotta kind of account for like another day where you you just gotta build in another day to know that you aren't breaking on that third day, but you're not really gonna break it with anything substantial because you still gotta give yourself time. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, to get your get your get your stomach back right. That's right. Uh, yeah. No, this is great, bro. This is great. Thanks for doing this. Just the key yeah, takeaways. Want to run sure. through? Make sure everybody that's listening, you know what we really under- unlock with this conversation and myself doing it for the first time is you know the potential health benefits obviously losing weight is the most direct correlation you also are uh, you know we didn't get into this but just improving that blood sugar control and just yeah. like you say with those type 2 diabetics can, or those hey, fringe can, folks can we talk about that i'm sorry to cut you off yeah, can yeah, we talk yeah, about look, that look. quickly bro yeah i did a live on that and i was telling people about we was talking about just type 2 diabetes i was talking about insulin resistance and what that means and what it looks like to me that's one of the major benefits is so so we want to be insulin sensitive we want okay. to be sensitive we want our bodies want to we want to be having insulin sensitivity we don't want to be mm-hmm. insulin resistance because that's when essentially it it, it, it unlocks that's going to unlock problems um, okay. so what that looks like is insulin resistance is when our pancreas is basically is producing this this insulin, but the cells that are opening that are supposed to open up to receive. So so let me backtrack, bro. So insulin mm-hmm. is the messenger to carry the sugar to the cells, right? So when we eat food, that food turns into glucose because glucose is the main energy source that our body uses. It's the main source of energy that our body uses, right? So the food gets stored to glucose into our muscles to utilize for when we work out or when we're just moving around. So we eat, boom, the food breaks down and it turns into glucose. And there's an insulin response. Our pancreas creates insulin to get to shuttle 
that glucose out of our bloodstream into the muscles and the organs where it needs to go so that our body can use it later. Okay. So what happens is if we continue to eat around the clock, if yeah. we continue to, you know, if we eat food, junk food that's high and, you know, high on the glycemic index that spikes our blood sugar levels, continuously spikes our blood sugar levels high, right? Yeah. Very high. And we eat the, these foods throughout the day. What happens is that the way I, the, the analogy I use is that insulin is like a door to door salesman. This is how, I've, this is how I learned this. How I, somebody broke it down. One of the doctors I, I listened to on YouTube, they say insulin is the door to door salesman, right? So insulin, let's say, Matt, you are the cell. We're going to use Matt Parker as the cell inside of our body. And insulin is coming to you to sell you sugar. So we eat. Insulin is like, oh, okay, I got this sugar. Let me go drop it off at the cell, which is you. So it come, insulin comes to the door, comes to your door, knocks on your door and says, hey, Matt, I have this sugar. Do you want some? And you're like, you're the cell. You're like, yeah, okay, I'll take the sugar. I can use this later. Okay. So then we eat an hour later, right? There's more sugar in our body. And now insulin is like, oh, I got to get back out there on the street and go drop it off. So it comes to you again, Matt. You're the cell. The cell's like, all right, I, you just gave me some sugar, but here, I'll take it. Right. Mm -hmm. So then we eat again. We might have a snack or, you know what I'm saying? Something else like an hour later. That blood sugar spikes again in our body. Now the pancreas is continuing to make this insulin. Insulin has to again take this sugar out of the bloodstream to the cell. And now at this point, I'm knocking on your door. I'm insulin, right, man? I'm knocking on your door. Yeah. You're like, yo, you just came here and dropped some sugar off twice in the last two hours. Like, all right, I'm going to take this last bag of sugar and don't come back, right? Now we have lunch and our blood sugar spikes again. The pancreas yeah. creates insulin again. Now here I come back to your door. you like, yo, I'm not taking insulin. I'm not taking any more sugar. You telling your family, you close the door, you tell Whitney, like, hey, if insulin come back here, don't answer yeah. the door. So yeah. you're the cell, right? Yeah. And now what happens is we've created these blood sugar spikes all throughout the day. And insulin is still doing it's, it's trying to do its job. The pancreas is creating insulin, but the cell now stops responding, right? That cell is not going to open up anymore to take that blood sugar out of our body. So now that sugar is is in our is in our in our bloodstream it's not going into yeah. our muscles it's not going into the cell so it can do the right thing so the cell has become what's called insulin resistance and when that wow. happens is it hyper it's hyperglycemia which means yeah. we have high blood sugar right you hear people with high blood sugar because that sugar is not getting out of their bloodstream it's now wow. it's now created a response in which the cell is closed and it will not respond properly to the insulin. So that's when, when you get hyperglycemia, high blood sugar, then the next thing is diabetes and it's type two yeah. diabetes. And that's type where two. you get obesity. That's where you get these cardiovascular diseases because the body is, is essentially what happens, man, disease is, 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 for in short, is dis ease. The body is trying to adapt to the the environment that we've created for it. So it has to; mm -hmm. those cells have to not respond because it can't continue to take all of that glucose, that sugar. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? So that's where you hear, like, when you hear about it's literally type two diabetes. Um, and it can be again, it can be reversed, but 
hyperglycemia that comes from the the insulin not being able to get the cell to open up to feed it to to take that sugar to the to the, the muscles and the organs that sugar is just in our bloodstream and then that's when mm-hmm. you see people becoming overweight or they have a hard time losing weight or you know they become obese that's where you see these epidemics happening and those things turn to other things after that um so yeah. that's why i wanted to touch on the the yeah. insulin thing no, that's good that's impactful thing. that's yeah. a big part of this this whole uh discovery of for sure why this is important why people like us particularly need to have the information related to it so yeah no that's and, that's great that's great is, is a t- Fasting is one of the, the the best tools to to be able to regulate blood sugar and to be insulin sensitive. So so okay. the, those cells, you know, with you eating once or twice a day, those cells are not getting bombarded with insulin. So with, you're going to be insulin, insulin sensitive because when you do eat, it's going to be uh you know it's going to be easier to to for mm-hmm. the for that insulin to get the blood sugar to the cells. The cells going to open you, up because it's not being still- bombarded. You still you worked up to what twenty four twenty hours four hour eating windows is that is that yeah your, yeah your, I still actual... I play with it man I'm still it just yeah. depends now now I'm at the point where I kind of like you know my body fat and my muscle my skeletal muscle is at a point where I'm I'm good with it so I can eat mm-hmm. I can have a feeding window of like six hours I can still do an hour I can do four mm-hmm. just excuse me it just really depends um, depends on that yeah okay. I do I do want to I do expand it here and there and, and and you know just depending on the day because I, I i do want my metabolism to to be able to you know keep going and not just fully adapt um but yeah to your point yeah it's pretty much around that time mm-hmm. yeah no that's great that's great bro well yeah it's been good it's been good having vidal on the show again you know thinking about the takeaways we got weight loss we got insulin level blood sugar control yeah. inflammation i think is really important you know just sure. even, that, even really giving yourself almost like it's an assessment of you know where is inflammation in your body and what what Certainly. affects it i think fasting is definitely a, a a quick and easy way even if it's 24 hours or you yep. know obviously the 48 hour you can really tell yep. all this information on a podcast obviously you know consult with your own healthcare professional Absolutely. before you start a fast yeah uh, particularly if you got any underlying health conditions obviously pregnancy diabetes anything you know irregular mm-hmm. uh you know really consult there uh, preparation, I think we gather from that is super critical. So, yeah. you know, it's really like the preparation and the breaking of the fast are really, you know, the fasting itself is a, is a, is a, is a stress, but making sure you're up, you know, you're prepared on the front end, having, having the right foods and the right nutrients ready to go, getting those in your system as you lead up to it, then having yep. those things that are going to guide you throughout the fast. Uh, and then just taking on a mental challenge because I think that's a big part of yeah. everything is really your mind and being able to endure. The physical is real, but yeah. you know the mental part. My mom was like, "Yo, did you you know prayer and fasting? You got to be together. You together. know, you got to have some kind of spiritual 100%. connection with that." I agree really with my dudes, bro. I agree with my yeah. dudes. You got to tap into something higher than yourself, bro. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Sure. You got to tap into something higher than yourself. And, and and one more thing, bro. I know we got to wrap it up, but the mental clarity, because I know you're in a space, Matt, where that's, um, I mean, it's key for all humans, but for yeah. for for y'all on that entrepreneur side, it's yeah. major key, right? 
So you think about like when folks talk about Mark Zuckerberg and Steve Jobs, how they wear the uniform and they, and they, they, they're, they're limiting the the, the, the amount decisions. of decisions they have to make. Show. You feel yeah, what I'm saying? About that. Yeah. Bro, here's another one. Like, obviously you need fuel, but that's, again, we talked about preparation. And if you go two days and when you don't even have to think about what you're going to eat, you're limiting, you're, you're able to use those mental resources because yeah. naturally, you know, there's another thing we didn't even talk about, like norepinephrine and the mTOR mm-hmm. responses. That's all at the, the mental level. But, mm-hmm. and that's super scientific. We could talk about that later. However, my point is that you can utilize those resources elsewhere. You you yeah. know, like, all right, I'm waking up, I'm wearing this, I'm waking up, I'm not eating today. So I don't even have to think about what yeah. I'm doing for lunch, where I'm going, right? Get your yeah. coffee, get your water, and that's where you're going throughout the day so that you can utilize those resources that you may be spending on. What am I going to eat? What time? How am I got a lunch break? How am I get there? Right? Yeah. You already know going into it that this is what you're on. So now you don't even have to think about that's just a, another decision that you're able to cut out of your day so you can use those resources elsewhere. Yeah, bro. no, that that's for me. That was definitely, and that's why I wanted to bring you on is just uh, as a, as you know, an entrepreneur ground, I think, you know, ironically before this, I had an interview the founder and he wears the same black V-neck t-shirt yeah. every day. And it's <laughs> right. kind of like that silo, you know, it's kind of like a cheesy thing. Like yeah. you know, Steve Jobs did it, yeah. Mark Zuckerberg did it, but it right. really is like, Hey, like if I'm going to, if I'm gonna, you know, have to make all these decisions, what Come I on. what I wear is a is a is 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 really a you know minimal. So like, Facts. let me just make let me just have that decided. I think That's on right. this this regimen, which I did feel through the fast, is like you realize how much we are bombarded with food, and not yeah. even just food, but just the craving of what are the we craving. gonna eat? That's where, right. Where are we gonna eat? Yeah. Uh, when are we gonna eat? Yeah. You know, how are we going to get to, you know, and I work in a co-working space where yeah. you know, that's a part of the, the marketing is, you know, they got breakfast for you on certain right. days. They got happy hour, which for them is good because, you know, yeah. those are benefits. And a yeah. lot of companies design their whole, you know, a lot of their office space around the the, the eating side yeah. of it. Right. And um, look, I'm sorry not to cut you off, but that's great, bro. Like we are humans. We and I, bro, I love food. That's probably why. That's how I got into this, bro. Like yeah. I, I was eating so much, yeah. Because I, and just like humans, bro, we enjoy food. It's pleasurable, yeah. right? It's a, it's a that serotonin response. Um, so yeah. I'm not even saying that we should stop loving food or stop. I'm just saying our relationship with it should be different. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, so 100%. we should be able to have the happy hours and the food, and you know that's mm-hmm. a gift to us as well. Yeah. But I just think that we should be better utilizing those. And and have a better relationship with it. Sorry to cut you out. That's just that was no, the point no. That's I was real thinking. talk. That's real talk, man. But uh, thanks for coming on the show, but sure, uh, you know, you're doing these again. Also, bring you on. You're doing these community. You know, we'll, we'll definitely yeah. link your Instagram for sure. Uh, definitely take time to share any other things you're working on. Uh, yeah. People that are interested in the health and wellness. I know. I know uh, you got a couple partnerships with with, with a few of those brands. If you want to yep. shout them out, uh, yeah, take the for time sure. to share that. Yeah, we'll shout out Muscle Feast 100%, man. My uh, supplement partner, extraordinary, man. They got a great brand over there. I'm very big into reading the ingredient list. I tell everyone to read the ingredient list. If it's if it's a math equation on that thing, man, you might want to stay away from it. Um, so uh, Muscle Feast is like literally four to five, six ingredients in their products. I think the 
protein. I got a couple of different flavors out there and there's no more than five ingredients, man. So they, they do, they do some wonderful stuff over there. Yep. They have some, just some high quality product, man. Uh, so if it's anybody looking for some, for some supplements, uh, or, or may want to, you know, tap into some, some protein, just some added benefits, I will always 100% uh, recommend Muscle Feast. And also shout out to, uh, F45 Kings Grant, man, the family over there. I'm, um, I'm on board coaching now. So that, uh, trajectory has been, has been wonderful. Trying to get some, some folks in there to, uh, take some classes, man, and switch up their, you know, their, their workout re- regimen. Uh, F45 Kings Grant is, is where it's at. And, uh, hey, Matt, when you come to the beach, bro, you got to come yeah. check me out, man. You got to come yeah, t- take a class, definitely. man. We're going to get you in there. You know what I'm saying? We can, yeah, give, um, give I know you like it. the, the, the boot camp style. So we're going to, we're going to lock in and, um, come holler at us at, uh, F45 Kings Grant, man. We're going to get you right. Okay, definitely, definitely. Well, that's been great. It's been great having Vidal back on the show. Second time this week, all about fasting. We'll get him back on, talk about some of the other things and elements and how we try to keep this content re- related to performance. You know, yeah. most of us are performing at, at a definitely. different level in the, on, a, on a business side, on a product, entrepreneurship, but none of that's Ooh. really possible if you don't have all these things checked in and dialed in, uh, you won't be successful. You won't be able to, to, to deal with the stress you get from that. So, uh, but yeah, now man. somebody who volunteers his time comes on and gives us, gives us a chance. Whenever, man, every time, man. And I'm sorry, one more plug, bro. I forgot about my family. Okay. Cause you know, it's, it's all health and wellness, but, but you, you and I both know, man, we like to, uh, we like to put that stuff on, man. So happy caps, yep. man. My, um, happy caps. Okay. Yeah. Happy caps. Happy C A P S. They make headgear, man. I got to get you some, um, they're okay. actually out of, out of Cali. They out your way, man. So. They, okay. they, they're you a lifestyle brand. Yeah, they're a lifestyle brand, man. They make, you know, I stay with a, a, a hat on, man. So they make some, um, some dope clothes and some dope accessories. And, uh, okay. they also, yeah, they got a bunch of different. Yup. Check it out, man. It's, it's about to be fall time too. So yeah, they got the, the Sherpa, the Sherpa snapbacks. They got all different kinds of stuff oh, on there, dope. man. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I definitely wanted to shout them out as well, man. They're doing some great stuff in the, in the lifestyle. In the lifestyle area, man. So salute the happy caps and my guys all over right. there. And we'll make sure you get your link. If you got like a, a link for all those, we'll link them in the show notes. But uh, no doubt, it's been real. It's been real good to see you, brother. Good to, good right, to Matt get you P. on. Uh, thanks, yes, sir. For the, thanks for the fasting. Uh, nah, no doubt. Challenge. We'll do it again next month, man. If you wet, if you up for it, man. Let's we'll do it. Let's one. do it. All right, all right brother. brother. All right.